On today's episode of The Good, The Bad, and The Watchable, we talk about the movie that we saw in theaters a week ago, the movie so far of spooky season, Barbarian. We do a non-spoiler review of it, and then we get a little bit into spoilers as well. So if you haven't seen it yet, tread lightly. Then Boyle talks about Don't Worry Darling and gives his thoughts on that movie. Let's start the show. Oh, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah. This is 476 Barbary, right? Yeah, I'm renting this place. No, I booked it a month ago. Are you sure you have the right place? Yeah. What are we supposed to do? Why don't you come inside and we'll call these idiots. Why don't you just crash here? Oh, no. I don't know if you got a great look at this neighborhood, but I don't think you should be out there by yourself. It's dry and there's a lock on the door. By the way, I'm Keith. Tess. You take the bedroom and I'll sleep out here on the couch. This process might seem overwhelming, but with a little practice, it can soon become a pleasurable experience. This is perfectly natural. It's the good, the bad, the watchable. Okay, Boyle, that's clearly a don't worry, darling quote. No, it's not. That is what is playing on the television, and I'll leave it at that. During Barbarian, one of the big things we all went this week and saw together. (laughs) Yes. Okay. We will get into that. Also, we'll talk about Don't Worry Darling as well, which Boyle saw, and then our Good, Bad, and Watchable. But uh, that was Boyle, Omnic Rojas, Mark Sisto joining us as well. Um, yeah. So, uh, guys, first time we've done two episodes in two weeks in a long time. We're on a roll. <laughs> We're streaking. Um, We're streaking through the quad. Last time I had my brother's <laughs> wedding that week so i was away for that um what about you guys what have you been up to Boyle? what about you uh finally getting into the groove of back to work school Mm. doing the doing the gig but uh it's it's been nice not having the grad program anymore and um going and catching these wild movies with people all all sorts of people all different times so um i feel like that's it there's a ton of other things but how about you? I am. We all have something big coming up, but uh, Mark, oh, yeah. how have you been, buddy? We're good. It's football season. The Packers yes. back. Just beat the Buccaneers. The Barrington football Eagles took out Westerly, the team that knocked us out of the playoffs last year. I'm riding high, boys. And Rojas? I mean, me? I really like cod. No. Uh, my, I really like cod. My, uh, <laughs> Um, month late on that joke. Um, no, my brother's yeah. wedding. Just, I mean, re- real quickly, right off the bat, I just want to say, um, going to that wedding was one of the happiest experiences of my entire life because every other wedding I've been in has been for a family member that wasn't in my direct family. So, like, you know, you go to any kind of wedding and you know your people there, but then there's like a lot of people maybe you don't know. And that was the first time in my life where. 
this is a wedding where I I knew basically everyone. Like everywhere I looked the whole weekend, it was just all people from my life that I love. And I got so much joy and happiness from it and uh, can't put a price on that. And I'm so happy for Marcus and Haley. So right off the bat, congratulations to them. Very Shout happy out for to them. them. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, all right. But this is a movie podcast. We'll talk about relationships in the movies that we're discussing maybe a little bit later. Boyle, I honestly have no idea. Maybe. Okay. All right. Well, I won't worry about it, darling. <laughs> so stupid. All right. Guys, shall we talk about the main attraction of this episode? So before we get into our reviews and what we talk about, let's throw it to ourselves immediately after we saw this movie last, what was it? Thursday? Last Thursday at Showcase Seacock. Yep. Let's toss it to us in the past. Let's see. Brief voice memo here. Uh, like... Absolute instant reaction to Barbarian. Uh, we just saw that with Mark and Boyle. Um, instant reactions, Mark. Wow, is, is the word that comes to mind. Um, really didn't see any of that coming. Any of it. Indescribable would be the word that comes to mind for me. Boyle? Coming in with no trailer, nothing. No, Like when you see someone, you think it's going to go one way, and it just, boom. I don't know. It just... It is a thriller with a little bit of horror, but it's it's great. I mean, I wasn't really expecting to enjoy it that much, and I pleasantly was surprised. Great, great for spooky season. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. We're back. Oh, we're, <laughs> we're in it. We're spooky again. Yeah, and, and like really was, well done. Like I feel like there was some really good, like just classic, like movie um, elements to this movie. It wasn't cheesy. It wasn't like, ugh. It just was well done. Like, even the last Great. second, I was like, that's how you make a movie. Yeah. Like, I love that. Great like, energy in the crowd, oh, too. Yeah, great energy in the crowd. The crowd got it. Yeah. <laughs> we know that in horror movies, you can, you know, some people, you'll get reactions. This is a reactionary movie. We got them. And it it added to the show. Yeah. I'll say that. Definitely added to Absolutely. It. Go check it out. We'll, we'll give our full review later. Barbarian. Or Barbarian. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that was our instant thought. Those were our instant thoughts on the movie Barbarian. Dude, I'm going to say something. I've been on many shows before. This is the first one I've ever time traveled in. Ugh. Wow, I'm honored. You have to go back to the future. Whoa. <laughs> um, Gotta go back. Barbarian, 2022 movie, obviously. Uh, hour 42 minutes, rated R. A woman staying at an Airbnb discovers that the house she has rented is not what it seems. Directed by Zach Kreger. It was also written by Zach Kreger. He wrote and directed. This is a comedy guy writing a horror movie, by the way. Stars Georgina Campbell, which I didn't know until last week. She's British. Excuse me, British. British. I'm, always, I'm always bad with that because like, I didn't hear her with like a slight accent at all. So she, was, she had a really good American accent. Uh, Bill Skarsgård, who you may know as Pennywise from It. And uh, I'm not going to give away anybody else, honestly. If you don't know anything about this movie, I'm not even saying don't. anything yeah. else about the plot or uh, who else is in this. Um, I, I will say our close personal friend and fan of the podcast, uh, the Gerometer, mm. Gary Libretti, uh, texted me before we went and he was like, this is a must see. This is great. And he also said, you know, go in knowing nothing. Yeah. Now, I already watched the trailer. But as a trailer watcher, I'll say that it gave away nothing. That's good. That's good. That's good. I went in knowing literally nothing but the title and the red poster uh i saw no trailer mm. i knew absolutely nothing no synopsis 
I was told horror movie, 7 p.m. Seacon. And then I made it. Only thing I knew about this movie going into it was one of the actors who's in it. And I'm not going to say who. So I wish I didn't know. Because that would have been, if I was Boyle, I I imagine Boyle, when that part happens 30 minutes in, you're like, dude, what is this person doing? I was thrilled. I threw my, I did a fist pump in the air. I was like, let's go. Like, who saw that coming? Like, I was (laughs) pumped, dude. That's why I don't want to say it. And it's an all time, like, again, I'm not even going to say what he's doing, but just, well, it's a heat, but um, yeah. So people um, need to see this, this movie. You got to be in star, but it's worth it. Yeah. I'm stalling for time. We'll, we'll maybe get into some of the things we liked with a little bit of specifics a little bit later. I'm giving people time right now. So let's give our like literal non-spoiler thoughts a week later. What are some of our thoughts about this movie? Mark, let's start with you. Thank you for starting with me. I'm ready to go. I think that what separates barbarian from a lot of the newer horror movies that have been coming out. This was not predictable. This was not like, this was creative. It's a a story that may have been told before, like not much new, but the actual storyline twist and turn going through it. (laughs) I didn't see like any of that coming. (laughs) This is refreshing. This is nice. that's what I really enjoyed about it. And I thought the performances were good, but it, this was about like the story where it's like, you're not going into this or like, you're not going to come out of this talking about, you know, the, the actors we know, or like this, like you're going to talk about the story or like, this is wild. Like the yeah. shock value with this was just fantastic. Thoroughly entertained. Just love how they structured everything. Maybe wow. some, maybe <laughs> when you're a thriller movie and you throw curveballs and, and still make it horror and the intensity of like just walking down a hallway and you just are in that, even some of those first person camera angles, like, man, your heart's racing. Like when we left there, I was running on adrenaline, boys. Like I was like, Woo! Like you, because you're just you're on this roller coaster the whole time, <laughs> and well, that's uh, what it is, dude. It's a roller coaster, and the, the story is just still so. Uh, you know, we always love when original stuff comes, and this is like I feel like as original as we can get nowadays, and it's nice and refreshing, like you said, Mark, to um to really see something like this. Really, for the I mean, like this is one of those like horror thrillers I would love to watch again. Like when it comes to streaming somehow, I'm in. I'm watching that immediately. I was going to say that too. It, like it's kind of like the first time uh it reminded me of uh first viewing of paranormal activity. Where, like you don't yes. see hmm. we didn't really see something like this and you didn't know what to expect. Hmm. And we were sitting back row. Imagine if we were, which is wicked abnormal for us. Yes, we're usually up front in the middle, close, and we were in uh, we were in a non IMAX in the back. Took our seats, and we were. I know, and we were still like, 
like imagine if we're closer, I probably would have been jumping more, like because of like some of the things, you know, true, like that true. happened. Like there were know, a couple times where I leaned so far back in my chair because I wanted to be farther away from <laughs> like the, the, yeah. the brace for it. Ah! Yeah, like, some of the <laughs> so like physically uncomfortable. Like ah. ah. I- I will say this, guys, I had so much anxiety while watching that movie. I don't know if you noticed, I couldn't finish my giant tub of popcorn. When does that ever happen? Dude, same mm-hmm. thing happened to me. I put my popcorn down. I, like, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't eat more. I was like, dude, okay, I, my stomach was nuts. Time like this? Yeah. Yeah. So I had to put it it's, down. It, I mean, that's one of those. Mm, mm-hmm. Sad day, bad day. It's a sad day. It's a bad day. My it's mouth was so dry. I was like, I can't keep doing this. I was going to say, to build off your point, Mark, and, and, and Boyle, like a rare movie where like you are just like every every 20 minutes, you're like caught off guard. You're like, oh, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like if you, you know, like I just yes. had no idea where the movie was going. And yes, you know, it kept uh, throwing you curveballs. Yeah, it was, I, it was two words like <laughs> that I was constantly saying to myself, no way. Like, yeah. No. Like this movie isn't going to do this, and it is. And you know what I love about this movie is it balances. Like I, I was thinking going into this, some of my favorite aspects of horror is that horror, like good horror, sometimes toes the line. Well, not really good horror. I should say this: there are good horrors out there that toe that line between horror and comedy so well. And, and I think this is a movie that that toes this line really well. Like the things that happen in it, like if you withdraw your anxiety from it, are just. Un, like like categorically very funny but kind of yes. thrown in like this horror lens it's terrifying but it's you know what i mean it's like so hard to explain yes like, there, you know like those curveballs you mentioned boy like something like a sequence happens like in late in the second act of the movie that is again completely different from the rest of the movie you're like what like this is so cool like that part with the aspect ratio and it, it follows that guy around, which by the way, I don't know if you looked into it. Cause I know you guys like research, uh, that entire sequence. If you remember what I'm talking about, following the man mm-hmm. is an homage to an, uh, eighties horror movie. Um, that whole sequence, like people have seen that eighties horror movie is like, wow. And he's and the writer and director said, yeah, it's, that's an homage. Horror movie. Oh, that's cool. I got to look it up. So Boyle, you talk. Um, no, I'm, I'm like, I'm reliving parts of this movie in my head right now. And like freaking myself out again. Like, I just think that's the beauty of that movie is just how it still can kind of feel a little real, like a little too real with certain things. You know what I mean? Like some creepy things can go down. And especially like we said, like the first act into the second act, you're thinking one thing is going to happen and then it's a totally different movie. And then it's a totally different movie. You know what I mean? Like it kind of just kept changing pace and it was like, Oh my God. This is really messed up. Yeah. But I'm invested. <laughs> I'm invested and I'm here. Where, where are we going? And, and just, and then like, you're like, huh, I see how that could happen. Yeah. And you know, you just don't want to give anything away because the spectacle of not knowing is what makes this mm. movie so great. Yeah. And, and you know what too, like none of it felt cheap. Right. Kind of like what's been happening with M night uh, Shyamalan, like his twist or like, cheap it like kind of ruins the movie like right at the end yeah didn't feel this way at all with this movie it was like, like the twist was, i was like yeah. this is welcomed and this is awesome like, this is fantastic i would have never thought of this i could have never wrote this 
I'm so entertained. Like this yeah. is awesome. You're right because like how many horror movies that we know that the setup is incredible and the middle part is good and then the last like final act of the movie are like okay they went too far. You know what I mean? That happens a lot. Yeah. This yeah, movie, it, it's a classic uh, Stephen King. Whereas yeah. Stephen King can't finish basically what they say. This movie ended. I threw my hand in the air and went, that's a movie. <laughs> you did. You're very excited about that. I said, that's how you do it. Uh, I was amped up. Still am still riding the high of that movie. That movie was wild. Uh, but how do you guys feel about people? And this maybe will be like the last non-specific thing we'll talk about. Um, that people are feeling like this is this year's malignant. I like this way more than malignant. Oh, I love this. Yeah, yeah. This like is one of the best horror movies too. I feel like I've seen yeah. in some time. Yeah, like no disrespect. I forget to malignant. about malignant. What? I forget about malignant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. Like, I saw it. It was good, but I forget. Like until you just like brought it up and go, oh yeah. I couldn't oh, even remember oh. the name of that movie. I, I honestly couldn't tell you a thing about it right now. That box office game that I play, malignant was one of the answer like answers and that came out a year ago and I, I couldn't remember the movie like i knew all the clues i was like i know what movie they're talking about i just don't know the name and i don't cheat at this game so i gave up i was like malignant <laughs> of course so um again go see this movie yes if you have seen this movie you can yes. listen to this next part if you haven't please skip ahead please we're not going to give big spoilers but we're going to talk a little bit more uh, specifics. So to avoid spoilers for the movie Barbarian, and we highly encourage you to skip this next part if you haven't, skip ahead to the 33 minute and 10 second mark. You know, so the uh, director of the movie said that they asked him, like, why'd you call it Barbarian? He's like, I honestly, like, I needed a title for it while I was writing it. So he just wrote that. Like, the one connection you could say is that it's Barbary Street that it takes place on. But he's like, yeah. <laughs> But I mean, it's funny for me, like, cause watch the movie at towards the end. I was like, I feel like Justin Long's character is the barbarian here. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, he's kind he of just a, as bad as they are. Awful person. Bad. Yes, he's not a good person. And, and you're immediately rooting against him. Yeah. 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 And even when he's in like in the depths of like, he's going to die and you think he's having redemption. You're still like, he's probably still a head and, and then yeah, sure enough. Still, still does it. You're like, when you think that he might redeem himself, yeah, goes lower. Yep. Like Dude. this is writing. Like this is terrible. Yeah. Every time you think like, okay, maybe he's not that bad of a guy. Like he just says or does something that reveals like, oh yeah, he no, this guy's a bad person. And it's very rare to like be watching a movie where, you know, he's not really. Well, you could say he's like kind of like a co-main act character in this movie. It's so rare when you have like a person you're following in a horror movie be like, I, I, I don't care if this person lives. It was like, yeah, I, yeah it's like I'm still entertained. Die, like, please. Yeah. But how many times does that happen in horror movies where you're like, I don't care if this person lives and that ruins the movie. Like it undercuts the movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. But this time, it, like you stuck with it. You're like, oh my God, please tell me he gets his comeuppance. Like it has to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, God, but God, like. Start at the beginning. Let's start at the well, beginning because I got to just talk about how much my head exploded when Bill Skarsgård's head just gets erupted <laughs> on a rock. Oh, you're that's saying that's the beginning? How about the fact that he's nowhere. in this movie? 
Well, the thing, I wasn't expecting him when I saw him. And again, I think this is why it was so well played because if they did like that was Justin long and then bill was the other guy, it wouldn't be right. Like the best part was it was a creepy dude sharing an Airbnb. All right. This is weird. You thought he was cre- and it really makes you think this guy is going to take her down. I thought he was so creepy. I was, this guy is going to take her down to this dump when she found it. I was and then when he's like, let me just, let me just, they're really, really were rooting you on to like, think like, wait a right. minute, this guy, something, this guy is coming back up to kill her. Yeah. And yeah. then for her to keep going deeper and deeper. And then you're like, like what is Why? happening? Wait a minute. And he's panicking. And you're like, this is it. This is when he captures her. And then for his head to get bashed, get out of here. I, I, I lost I, it. I was- so taken aback when that happened. Like, <laughs> I was I was flabbergasted. Yeah, just jaw dropped. I was like, oh, what? <laughs> like, that, like to me, that was phenomenal. Like uh, that had me. I was like, I'm all in now. Same. Like, this is so good. Yeah, for I'm that so to happen and then it go to pitch black. Oh, and you're like. What and then it opened up on ocean blue, like beautiful <laughs> California. You're like, you're when like, we're, what? We're all looking around, we're like, what's going on? Like, like what's happening right now? The like, strangers in the theater, too. They're like, what's going on? Yeah, and, and everybody then, was so confused. It was so awesome. You're like, is this part of the movie? Is this movie an anthology? Like, you know, what I mean, is this movie going to be actually like three separate movies? And then mm-hmm. as soon as they say. Oh, your Michigan properties. I was like, no. And it's so like the cool trick. One of the cool tricks of this movie, this Airbnb, which you're pretty much terrified of like that first 30 minutes, like even when it's like things floating above me, even when it's like quote unquote safe, you know what I mean? With like the warm colors and the making of tea and the wine, like there's Mm. still that eeriness there. Just Justin Long's character gets there and it immediately becomes funny. This place that was terrifying yes. for 30 minutes is now like, oh, it's His a joke. was unbelievable. He was so like good. Everything his character did was so outlandish. Going through the tunnel, like really, the places that were like, scary. Yeah. Like people aren't like this. And he kept doing like things that outdid the previous action. Mm-hmm. Like no one is this much of a douche. He was, he was full douche. <laughs> I found the movie that, all right. So that flashback sequence, which we can talk about too, which I thought was so cool. It's a straight up taking from this movie called angst. It's an Austrian film. Uh, it's on shutter mark. Um, Horror movie streaming service for those of you that don't know. Um, and so he said that that and evil dead two were big, had big ink a big impact on them. Um, so yeah, that flashback sequence, when that happens too, you're just like, you're like, what is this? Like, what is this? What is happening? And then you're just, like, I was like, we're getting the origin story, how we got here. I know right away for something creepy to happen. Yeah. And, and it's like way worse that you're like, Oh, this is bad. Mm-hmm. Really bad. What'd you guys think of that? That sequence though? I thought it was like, man, this is this movie again, throwing curveball after curve curveball. Just the color and the attention to detail with like the 
time period and stuff. And then even just in that, think about the, I just think about the set that they had to make to have this beautiful looking house and then all this other crap around it. Like just the, it was just really cool. That scene specifically though. Yeah. You're just, you're irky. You're waiting. What's it going to be? What are you going to see? And then it wasn't until the homeless guy really explains things that you're like, Oh no. Oh, this is bad. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, the depths of barbarian, but um, just that segment. I just, I thought it was uh, very interesting. Mark, Mark yes, what about you? Super creepy. What segment? The flashback sequence. Uh, visually, I thought it was like the coolest part of the movie. <clears throat> yeah. I like that. And then all, all like the, the hints, like nothing too crazy, but really established like, okay, this is what year it is. Like this is what time, because they, it was like over the radio. It was like, you know, popular song like '80s, like Reagan administration. Like, okay, it's just now over. we know what year it is. Yep. Like early 80s. immediately, letting us know without you know having to do like a graphic like across the screen. Yeah. I appreciate stuff like yes. that. Okay, it's like good. I'm paying attention. I know what we're doing here. I and yeah. I, I did like that because I think they didn't spend. Too much time on. Right? You didn't hold your hand. Like lay it out. Like this explains enough. We're like, all right, like <laughs> this is how you got to here. Mm-hmm. And then okay, like back back to the actual movie. Yeah, uh, we're not going to give away the ending because if you've seen it, you you know, and if by some chance you're still listening to this and whatever, we're not going to fully give it away. Uh, our pal Colton said he he did not like the ending at all. Uh, oh, he, he, he was adamant like against it. Yeah, we were like, "What?" Um, I think it's almost impossible to end a horror movie perfectly. You can kind of count them all on like one hand, maybe two hands. Um, I haven't seen enough horror movies to make a statement like that. That's terrible. I shouldn't have said that, but you know what I mean. I thought this ending ended about as well as I would have wanted it to. How do you guys feel? I, I, I'm with you. Uh, same deal. Like, love like the ending, because <laughs> again with like a recurring theme here, really didn't like see that one coming. And like, loved how like uh, brutal and just uh, uh, raw, like everything that just happened. Like, oh! <laughs> like no you get way. those big like oh like oh my god moments. This like, is fair. Like right at the end. Where it's like they kind of lull you into a, a sense of like uh, I'm comfortable, like oh like oh okay like this is how it's going on. And then, bam, quick left turn, right in your face. Like this is how it's going. We're like yeah, like let's go. Like, I I I thought it was great. Yeah, like it, it was yeah, cathartic, very cathartic. Yeah. That's you know that's all I'll say. Boyle, um, <clears throat> I liked. I, I really. I really liked the ending. The only thing was, is just a couple of questions in the plot, but none that affect my like my likingness of the movie. If that means, if that makes sense, like, yeah, like everything, like I love the movie for what it is. I'm still giving it the score. I'm giving it. I just have one question about the plot. And that was just, and maybe one of you could answer this. The whole part where just, we're just in long, discovers that other door very confusing 
with the events that entail after that. I I thought that was so funny. Wait, no, wait, the, no, no, the, no, the, the, the part, part I know, I knew exactly what it was afterward. Like as soon as it gets the door and she backs away, I knew exactly what was happening. So did I, but I didn't understand a few things. One, why she backed away. Well, it's clear Two, you probably abused generations of women down there. Sure. Sure. But he was so weak I, and she was so strong. How did like, I don't know. Doesn't, that, yeah, it doesn't that's, matter. Abu- that's abuse for you, man. True. Yeah. No, that's true. Yeah. I guess that's part of yeah, it. If anything, um, like when that happened, I, I pictured, uh, that scene going differently. I, I thought that. So did I. To worse. But, I uh, thought that guy was going to ruin Justin Long. Like I thought for some reason this guy was going to be crazy, still alive, like thriving. But it makes sense of why he was like basically dead, and that she, she wasn't after, right? right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. more sense after the fact. Um, but uh, yeah. Now, now that kind of makes more sense. That I, I wasn't really thinking about it from that lens. So there it is. Sorry, never mind. You know, so no, it makes perfect sense. The interview I listened to, or 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 the podcast afterward, was just like the insinuation was that I'm not even gonna say because it just it's uncomfortable. But I, just that the trauma, like basically, why would she go in that room? There, there's like let's just say like there were generations, and then yeah, I know, yeah. I, I, there was, that's what I'm saying. I I get that part of it afterwards that was explained, but like she may have been a kid of a kid. I, yes, yeah. She was a kid of a kid. She was a kid of a kid of a kid of a kid. Is what yeah. basically they were saying. Yeah. So we don't even know what age that thing was, which is wild. Yeah. Um. All right. For me, eight out of ten movie. Like I still, uh, I'm like still buzzing on this movie. Uh, a yeah. week later, you know, talking like that, about it too, revved it up. Yeah, absolutely. Like if you like scary movies, this is a uh, spooky season. Like you got um, a must see. How do you guys rate it? I'm the same. I gave it an eight. Yeah. I, mean, I also uh, gave it an eight. If I'm going to complain, uh, the bad about it, uh, runtime, I feel like it kind of dragged a little bit um but there was like a lot of like a little extra like fluff yeah i, I think we could have condensed it down like a little bit um that i guess that's my biggest complaint and again i'm just like trying to find one uh other, other than that I, I guess writing was decent could make you uh it, Definitely made me uncomfortable. Like uh, at a lot of times, that's an eight. I mean, it's good. Again, I have to like think about what I'm going to complain about. That's a good movie, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Best best prop award goes to Measuring Tape. Hundred percent. Not a baby bottle. No oh. Measuring Tape. <laughs> The measuring tape was hilarious. I mean, that was so funny. So good. There's some good props in this. Um, the laptop toss. Hold on. Hold on. Shout out uh, Justin Long. Uh, he's funny, but his like horror roles, Jeepers Creepers, mm. Tusk, he does a great job. Yeah. Mm. 
I got big Tusk vibes from this movie. I still haven't seen it. Oh, I mean, I would put that under must watch for uh, cinephiles because it's it's so ridiculous. I know. I got to see it. Jeepers Creepers, man. I saw that movie for the first time like two years ago, maybe. Yeah. At the, at the Cocos. Yeah. I had never seen it before. I was like, this Dude. movie's good. I was like, yeah. It's good. It's a good, good it's very a good, good. And they're back with it. Jeepers uh, Creepers 4. Dude. I wish they stopped. Yeah. I do. But one. it's called like Jeepers Creepers Reborn. Yeah. Oh, like, okay. literally. Oh. I, I looked at the reviews. Uh, box is getting, like, it's going to be so box. bad. Like, yeah, it's terrible. Of course it is. Dude, the last one was. Wait, did it already come out, Boyle? Uh, I, I think, so. think so. I thought it was. No, I think it was coming out. Uh, well, there's Jeepers Creepers 1939. Uh, it's a cartoon. <laughs> um, Jeepers Creepers. Okay. Did you get any answers, Boyle? What? Did you get any answers on whether or not it's coming out or not? Oh, no. Was I supposed to look it up? Oh, I'll, look, I'll look it up. I'll, I oh. thought that's literally what you were doing. No, sorry. I gave Jeepers Creepers a five out of 10, guys. Sorry. But I remember the early part of it being good. All right, Boyle. Let's move along to Don't Worry, Darling. Okay. What'd you think? I think that I don't understand the hype about people not liking this movie. Haha, I took you on a ride there. Um, I really don't understand why people don't like this movie. Um, I really enjoyed this movie. I liked it a lot. Um... I'm just trying to pull up stuff while I'm getting on that. Don't yeah, that movie stinks. I haven't even seen it and I know it stinks, but I disagree. I don't know why people thought it sunk. I liked the idea. I went into this knowing again, just, just like the night prior. Cause I went on Friday. I went into this knowing nothing again. I saw one trailer. You knew like something's going on. What's going on. It's interesting to see where it ends up, but like, it is disturbing. Like, it's kind of messed up, man. Like, I, I honestly left me with a pit in my stomach. Like, that is a messed up idea. And um, I'll leave it at that because I don't want to spoil it for people. I want people to see this. Thanks. Because um, I, I, I'll just, I don't know. Like, I, I really do think it was a, a decent movie, a decent thriller to check out. Why not? I don't think you go to the theaters to see it. I think you can see it at home. I think the boys for the podcast, you need to see it. And uh, I'll leave it at that. I'll wait to get my rating once you boys. I'll do my second hand review because uh, Colleen saw it and then gave me a call afterwards. Okay. Um, didn't really know what was going on. Kind of confused. Uh, said that Harry Styles didn't do much. Uh, Florence Pugh did great. Yeah, put she respect stole on Florence Pugh's name. Yeah. Uh, also, that tweet that was shared in our mutual group about the staff like like signing a statement saying like there was definitely no feud on set, which is like totally something normal that like, people do. People do that on set like, all the time. Here. I think the most interesting thing about this movie is all the drama that surrounds it, like behind the scenes. 
that's what it'll, what it will be remembered for. I, I guess I didn't think of it that way, and nor took that when I went in. Again, Florence did an incredible job, and it's just it's it's kind of it's it's similar to just you're in a, it's a thriller. I feel like a thriller suspense. You're trying to figure out what's going on. Very straightforward. I didn't really think it was that. I don't know. Again, I don't think anyone else is supposed to be incredible. Like, that's not the vibe I got from this. This is supposed to be about her and everyone else is a side character. <clears throat> Harry Styles is a very lead important person in the movie. But like, I don't know. Yeah, you don't need much from if it was Shia LaBeouf, it would have been wild. I'll put it to you that way. But yeah, I mean, he's just there. It's getting not terrible reviews on Letterboxd. I liked it. I'm telling you, I really enjoyed this movie. What did I actually give it? Because I'll just say, what do I care? 28,000 people gave it either three and a half or four stars. I now, left there with an eight out of 10 on I, my on my notes. I loved it. I was into it. You loved Don't Worry Darling? I shouldn't say loved. That's okay. a strong word. I uh, liked it. Okay. All right. I was going to say. Now, how and many the eight might the eight might go down to like a seven, see, but it, it's it's a good movie. It's watchable. You should see it. Now, the people that I re, I follow on Letterboxd all gave eight it strong. three or two and a half or one and a half stars. I so, give it that like six and a half to I'm, a seven star. I'm starting to suspect that a lot of these reviews on Letterboxd are Harry Styles fans. Oh, without a doubt. So I'm thinking that some of these reviews are kind of sussy. Someone said white mirror. That's a funny review. I like that. Oh, that is a funny. Oh my God. That's exactly funny. Yeah. Um, okay. Oh, I like this review too. Now I fully understand why Nolan told this dude to stay quiet in Dunkirk. That's funny too. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> What's that line that he was getting ripped to shreds for that he was like speaking like four different accents in it. Oh, um, it's my, it's our home. What was it? Yeah, it's, um, this is our home. This is our home. This is our home. Like, yeah. Hey, <laughs> bullet, bullet trains coming to Blu-ray digital on Tuesday, boys. I'll, I'll play it on my non-existent Blu-ray player. All right. Sounds good. Cry. All right, that's uh, Don't Worry, Darling, for Boyle, a nine and a half out of 10 on the Fisher scale for Boyle. <laughs> I will I will finish by saying it's a six and a half, but I'm going to round it to the seven. Okay, all right. I went all over the board. It's, like a, very, it's like a very strong six, soft seven. Yes, that's a way better way of saying it. Strong six. Okay. Strong okay. six is much better, yes. Got your back. The way strong that, six. I'm writing that one. Strong. Strong. Fuerte. Fuerte. <laughs>